Hey, Becca. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. I feel good today. Uh, I feel good today, too, because I have some sunshine on my face, which is uh, an anomaly in Washington State. For those of you listening out of state, which maybe Wait, only one. Do we have, do we have out of state listeners? <laughs> uh, my mom. Who might be traveling. Okay. Oh, I was going to say, wow. I didn't know we, I don't think we can take this show across state lines. Well, our, our guest today is out of state. So he might be our only out of state listener. However, um, yeah, in the state of Washington in February, the sun typically does not shine. Yeah. So I'm grateful for the sun shining today. That's what I'm going to say. I agree. I, I had a weak moment this morning. I, got up and I left, I was, we're in, in our place in uh, Suncadia and I, um, there was a little bit of snow last night and I was the first car on the road on the way to the gym and I felt a little weepy because I was feeling so grateful that I have an opportunity to be in such a beautiful spot and get away in this craziness and it was a reset on my brain and it, it was, it, it felt really good and I have to remember those moments. Mm. That's awesome. I mean, for you to get weepy, that's like <laughs> I know. I mean, because I am a bad bitch. <laughs> a bad bitch that only cries at commercials. 100%. 100%. That is accurate. I've known this woman for almost three years now, and that is a true statement. It's only commercials, and I think it's like diaper commercials that she cries at. Anything that's pets or kids, um, I'm a huge softy for, so I... But other than that, it cut my arm off and you will not see me cry. Yeah, no, she'll cut you back. <laughs> Becca and I had, it, I mean, it, she, it's her joke and I didn't find it very funny. But in the early days, when things were very tense at Compass, not that they're not today, but we handled things in very different ways. And she would start to cry and I'd get pissed. And she's like, why do you always get, get pissed and I just cry? So that's kind of our relationship in a nutshell. And also, she didn't really take fondly to my ice queen statement, calling her the ice queen. She didn't think that was real funny. Look at me today. I look like a true ice queen. You do. Your hair blending in with your background. You're like, literally like, what's the girl from Frozen? I, I don't know. Again, not taking fondly. But I really appreciate it, and I'm just going to embrace my ice. <laughs> no, I think you called yourself a bad bitch. Is what <laughs> I did. Jason's not going to be too fond of us. We just pulled out the word big time. Well, this is how we find out if we have listeners or not, because if they're like you swore, or if they don't say anything, then we know we're in the clear. We can let the we can just let the leashes off. Hundred, hundred, accurate. That's accurate. <laughs> Um, can we talk a little bit about our special guest today? Because I'm a, I'm kind of excited. Um, our first out of state guest, our our first national guest, I should say. Um, he's kind of a cool, fun human being, and we kind of go back a ways with this person. We do. I. I mean, this is, you know, truth be told, and Sky, you're going to listen to this before you're here, but you're one of our faves, for sure. Um, we, I think we all three have a, a mutual um, love and respect for each other and um, a lot of things in common. And so, um, 
he's he's an amazing guy and we're really lucky to be able to have him today he's always so supportive and wants to get involved um in fact i think he is our probably only viewer uh, the first time we po posted this, he immediately texted and says, how do I watch this? And I'm like, I don't even know, to be honest. I know I recorded it, but I don't know how to send it to you. <laughs> this is not my department. I know. <laughs> like, I don't know. At this, this point, I think this is the, the first one where it was like my son who was like uploading to my personal. Like, and we were the wine moms. Yeah, and called it wine moms because he thought he was hilarious. <laughs> my 16-year-old who was editing this. By the way, this is all homegrown. Everyone should know this. This is none of this is Compass sponsored. So if we say anything wrong or bad, this is not Compass's fault. <laughs> this is just us. This is just us. We it's our fault. This is what we it's our problem. Anyway, Sky, we're sort of in this like trifecta, like this sort of triangle of appreciation and respect. Um, but I, we all came on around the same time. I think Sky was maybe a couple of months after us. Mm -hmm. um, I want to say July, August time frame. Yeah, I think you was July. Okay. Um, and so I, of course, started in March of, of 2018. You came on and, oh, there he is. He's in our waiting room. For those of you around video, you can see. Um, uh, 2018, you came on in, in May. And then of course we have our special guest who's going to join us today and, and we'll, we'll let him in, in just a little bit here, um, who joined us in July and we have had the best time getting to know him and you are going to have the best time getting to know him. He's one of the most energetic, incredible people that I have had the pleasure to get to know. And, uh, why don't we welcome guy michael's in yes. okay before i hit admit i'll bet you 100 dollars he is wearing a t-shirt or something that says compass okay. are you in you take that bet i'm not betting no i don't Becca, you have to play you can't have a bet if nobody bets well i didn't agree to any of this fine i'll play with myself here he comes compass t-shirt i didn't take the bet <laughs> but she she wouldn't pay she wouldn't do it sky you're on mute you're on mute unmute of course i'm gonna wear a compass t-shirt <laughs> i mean i don't even own anything else like <laughs> well I, I hope she didn't know that so i was hoping i could suck her better <laughs> i couldn't take my bet taking the bet i don't bet against her anyway she's i know she's too smart you guys look beautiful. I didn't know his makeup. Should I have done my makeup and everything? Oh my God. He's <laughs> the one that has the ring light, by the way. He's the one I, do have, I do have a ring light. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like this. <laughs> That's a good, a good look for us. Yeah, uh, this is so fun to see you. This is going to be I, great. I know. I'm, I'm very excited. So thanks for having me. Well, so. we just announced you as our first national guest and our only national listener. So Maybe our only listener, period. So the joke might be just between us three, which would be hilarious. 100% of your audience is here right now, which is good. That's right. So I love the one. Roy Taus did. That was a great podcast. Thank you. How are you guys? From, well, do you want to promote it? or? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. My 
what I was going to say is I got 900 people signed up for six hammers. I'll kick an email out and. Yeah. Well, Hey, we, we were ta our show is on the road. We're open for business. Anybody that wants to watch this is Good. more the merrier. Great. Um, yeah. Email me. Um, where, where are you? Is it, where is it like playing? I don't remember. I remember I just clicked on the link you sent. It's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. All right. So send me, the, send me the link to the Apple Podcasts and then I'll, I'll promote it on the, my reminder tonight. Perfect. Done. Yeah. All right. That's all the six hammers is just like a feeder system for whatever we want to do. <laughs> We're in it. We're doing it. This is the it. So yeah. let's, like, like, let's get to it, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. So I'm Michaels, everybody. This is the the man, the the legend, the six AMers. But we're not going to get to that quite yet, Sky. We we okay. have some talking to do. Uh -oh. We need to talk about how this little trifecta we were talking about this this mutual triangulation of respect, and I won't say love because that gets a little creepy. People don't understand. I said love already. I'm you know I'm all about the love. I know. I'm in love with you too, so yeah. I'm okay with it. It's not okay. creepy. Yeah. Okay, I'll say it. I'll say it. Okay. <laughs> so there's that, and then and it's all appropriate and all of that. So, um, but we have, you know, I was saying that I got I got hired in March. Then Chris came on, and Chris and I were like fast friends, like immediately. Yep. And then. You came on, I think, like what, July or August of that year? July, yeah, yeah. My official start date was August, but I, I committed in July. So, you need to know about the sky that was before the time we met you. So, we, we, we need to know a little bit about that sky because our listeners need to know a little bit about who you yeah. are. And then we want to know about the sky that our listeners may not know because, you know, we haven't had a whole lot of exposure to that person either. Right. Yep. So we want to about you. This is free form today. We didn't plan any particular questions or anything like Good. that. We know you're a little bit off your rocker anyway. <laughs> this is how we roll. Yeah, yeah. I, well, the first question is, should I pour myself a vodka and soda to get in the mood? Or is this like a non-drinking <laughs> podcast? It's 5 o'clock your time. You probably should <laughs> Well, um, so I'll give you my quick little background. Um, I, I grew up in upstate New York. I went to college at Syracuse. Uh, I bleed orange, so I'm a Syracuse guy through and through. And um, I went to school to be a teacher. So when I was graduating, I wanted to live in a city, but teach in the suburbs. And uh, so Philly, Boston, DC were like the three cities I was considering. So luckily I ended up in Philadelphia, really easy city to commute in and out of. and. Um, pretty quickly into my teaching career, I realized I was poor. I knew I was poor, but then I really realized I was poor when I was a teacher and I needed to get a side gig. Every, a lot of teachers have side gigs, right? You have your summers off. So I sort of fell into real estate thinking it was just going to be a little bit of a side gig. Um, and one thing you should know about me, I'm slightly competitive. Mm -hmm. um, so I got into real estate and teaching and then I slowly was like, huh, I can do more of this. Like, oh, oh, oh there's the sales board. I want to be, you know, I want to get on that board. And it slowly started to creep up into this career. And basically in two, this is in 2002, I got started in 2005. I was basically working two full-time jobs. So I would teach all day, 
and at three o'clock teaching would end, I would go to my real estate office, which was right down the street. I would work until seven, eight o'clock showing houses or whatever. And then I'd go home, grab some quick food and grade papers, plan for the next day, teach. Weekends would come, work real estate all weekend. So I knew it was, I was at a point where I was really just at a breaking point. And uh, I knew, you know, it's hard though, because you, you grow up wanting to be a teacher. I, I had a master's degree. I, you know, I stayed in next year, got my master's degree. I'd worked my whole life to be a teacher. And then I got my real estate license probably for $600, you know, four weekends and $600 later, I'm selling real estate. And I remember that one of my defining moments in that phase where I was trying to make my decision, I made my teaching salary in a month. And I'm like, what, you know, what am I doing here? And uh, so I, I ended my teaching career in June of 2005 when my last class graduated and uh, went full-time real estate. Um, yeah, very quickly, I knew right away I needed a, a full-time admin. So I very quickly added a full-time admin and I was very independent and I, I don't want to say I'm a control freak, but I like things done in a certain way. And so rather than go the route of bringing on agents to work for me, I actually went the route of more admin. So I went full-time admin, mainly doing transactions and full-time marketing, and then just me. And then finally in 2013, I formed my, my team. I was, at the time, I was at Coldwell Banker. Um, pretty early on, I realized Coldwell Banker was not a team-friendly environment. So... Um, and it's great company, great friends. Actually, most of my friends now are working at Compass, which is nice. Uh, but I have some really dear friends at Coldwell Bankers still. Um, so I, I went to Keller Williams, which, uh, you know, Keller Williams is very team friendly and um, grew my team into a pretty large team. And then 2017, the year before, my last full year before we went to Compass, uh, we did uh, 90 million in sales and 242 transactions. And, uh, you know, we were 12 agents, four full-time admin, and it was really fun. We had launched a market center, Becca, you know, that role. So um, I had some great business partners, great friends. And then in 2018, I was recruiting one of my friends and, uh, you know, they, they said they're, they're talking to Compass and I didn't really know, you know, I read it a little in Inman, but then I got a, she called me and said, hey, you know, I'm going to Compass. I'm like, Compass? I don't even know the one in Inman? Anyways, to make a long story short, she was a founding agent, Kristen McFeely. She founded uh, Compass. And then I took my first recruiting call, mainly as a way to just to learn, all right, I'm going to be recruiting against this company. Let me learn about it. And then five minutes into my meeting with Rob Lehman, I was like, in my head, I'm sold. <laughs> but, you know, it was easy. Like, I'm an impulsive guy. Like, <laughs> you dangle a carrot in front of me, I'm going to run after it. Um, but I, I, a family, I had a big team, I had, you know, partners in an office, you know, I had a lot. So I said no to them. And they said, well, what can we do? I was like, well, you know, I, it doesn't exist in Philadelphia. I need to see it. So they said, well, why don't you go, you know, I, I went to DC and then I went to Seattle where our love story begins. Um, and Becca, you were actually out of town at Inman in San Francisco, which was my next stop. So luckily I met uh, Chris over uh, vodka sodas and, uh, and uh, we clicked. And throughout my entire recruiting process and my really evaluation process, every time I would meet someone in my head, I'm like, I just wanna work with this person. I just wanna be connected to this person. And that began with Chris, you know, and then I flew to Seattle and I met Becca at Inman and, uh, and then same feeling was there where 
like there's not a world where I just don't want to be involved in something with you two and with everyone else that was I was able to meet and that sort of has brought me here um and then here we are <laughs> it's a great story it was it was a it was an interesting evening for me too because I remember you came to our WeWork and at that point we had I believe we were somewhere around 30, 40 agents, 50 agents, and we were all crammed in this yeah. one little room still at the WeWork. And um, so Sky and I decided we would go to Ascend. For those of you that know, it's a top floor restaurant above WeWork, and it was newer. And I don't know what happened, but we had a great time. And we we bottled over Tito's and soda. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was such a fun thing because I, the conversations we were having were so exactly the conversations that I had just two months prior, right? And and it was the scariest thing I'd ever done. Um, but I also knew, like, I, looking at you, I was just like, this guy has to be a part of this. He's going to rocket ship this this place. And you have rocket shipped, you right. know, Philadelphia and been such an impact nation nationally for our company. Yeah. Well, it's, I'm surrounded by great people. And I, I truly believe great people build great companies. And um, you know, we may not have all the answers as far as tech goes or programs or finance or whatever it might be, but the bottom line is when you're, when you surround yourself with great people, anything is possible. And I think the best thing Compass has done is assembled great people everywhere in every region you go to, it's the same story, right? Like I could travel to anywhere Compass is located, sit down with someone and enjoy Tito's and soda yeah. and have an amazing conversation, intelligent usually about real estate and just vibe with those people over over life and that's what i'm passionate about so yeah it's so true uh, and we, for sky and i when we met in san francisco i was at inman speaking and um you know, we met for breakfast of all yeah. things this random hole in the wall breakfast joint we just sat there and just chit chatted about just life and it was yeah. this instant like just i knew what he was going through we had a connection because i had come from keller williams myself yeah. so we knew we had the same story from the franchise perspective, what we yeah. had been coming from. But I think you're right, Sky. The 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 story around surround yourself with great people and yeah. the company will be created, right? Like I, I truly, truly believe that. I think Compass has done an incredible job of hiring fantastically talented leadership in this company yep like Agreed. you know the sales management team across the board i look across the board and look at the talent they hired i mean i listen i get to work with chris every single day like don't don't be nah -uh, don't be like that because i'm saying something nice right now so <laughs> so but i get to work with her every single day and it's been the most amazing three years to be able to work with someone who I highly respect. Yeah. He is such a mentor to me in so many ways, but also I think like we sharpen each other in different ways. We bring different things to the table, right? Like yeah. there are things that I do that she doesn't do and vice versa, but I look to her all the time for leadership and development and, and, and she's a friend, yeah. right? I just, we create stuff together. We're building this together. Like she's a teammate who I know I look to her and she's picking up the same shovel that I'm picking up. Yeah. Right. And I, I think too, Becca, one thing to, to talk about too is that we, all three of us and everyone across the country has never worked harder in our lives, but I've never had more fun yeah. in my life. And I think it really, 
uh, brings up this idea of working with great people, right? Like if I'm surrounded by great people, I don't care how hard I'm working because I'm having fun. Yeah. And I think that's what one of the, the special sauce that we have, right? Is that I'm okay grinding away and working hard. And I know a bunch of agents out there as well. Like my challenge to you is grind, really work hard. How can you have fun while you're doing it as well? And, and I think it, a lot of it comes back to being surrounded by great people like you guys. How many times do we get together and we, we're laughing? Like there's problems, right? We're trying to figure out an issue. But in that time, we're laughing. Yeah. And that is where I just feel like we've captured something there that is just so special and so, um, you know, a lesson that people could really vibe off of as well. Absolutely. Yeah, it's really special. I mean, that when you look at great companies, the people are what make it right yeah. it's not the tech it's not you know whatever the product is it is the people absolutely at the end of the day always 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 yeah. so, so true. If, if that if we do nothing else right if we just get the people part right yep we'll win right yeah. so, so and then the same with our agent population we continue to hire the right people we continue to keep our standards high we continue to you know, develop our people and continue to, to, you know, breathe life into them and develop them and give them what they need, you know, and it's quite frankly, it's been hard to do that during COVID, right? Yep. We as sales managers every single day are, are challenged with this idea of like, how do you do that when you're not face to face? Yeah, so true. So true. But, but that brings us to the next piece of this, right? So this is, this is something that I think is a really important story to share. Cause I, you were talking about this the other day, Sky, and um, you know, I think I want to hear again and for this audience, cause they might not know who you are, yeah. but I would love to hear how you came to, to de decide to start six Anners. So for those sure. of you who don't know, Sky um, started the six Amers club group, workplace group, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a phenomenon is what yeah. it is. <laughs> and, um, it is a, an independent group that is not sort of compass owned. This is Sky's group that is organically sort of a derivative of, of like this incarnation. And this is your idea. You, this is your baby. So yeah. How did this come to be and how did you start this? And what did, what yeah, did so full disclosure, actually, um, one of my best friends is a guy named Jake Dreyfus, who uh, is a, he's actually was one of my partners in Philly and he he moved to Colorado, currently is in Colorado, so the KW agent. And uh, the background of the story began in 2016. I was going through a divorce and, um, you know, it was a really challenging time, obviously, in life. It was amicable and, you know, I have an amazing, amazing co co-partner, parent, you know, raising our kids and we do a great job together. But at the end of the day, it's still a very challenging time, you know, not really doing the things I love to do, which is like work out and be healthy, getting fat, drinking a lot, you know, just, just as unhealthy. So Jake, one of my best friends is like, listen, I'm going to start texting you early in the morning and we're going to start waking up together. So for about a month or so into early 17, we, we started doing this. We're like, well, this is actually really good. What if we open it up to our office? So we opened up the office and there were 10 people that said, hey, we're going to do it with you. So we actually started the 5 AMers while I was at KW with Jake. And we actually did it for two years. And then he moved to Colorado and I was at Compass. It just sort of, you know, just got to a point where 
you know, just, we, it was impossible to do it in the time zone differences and things like that. So um, anyways, March hits, COVID, we shut down. Um, mid, was it March 13th or whatever it was in Philadelphia, I don't remember the exact date. And, uh, you know, for the next two weeks, we were doing virtual happy hours. And, you know, you'd be in front of your computer all day when I'm used to walking around an office, talking to my agents, teaching a class, driving to a recruiting appointment, getting lunch. Now I'm sitting in front of this computer for nine hours, five o'clock would roll around. And I'd be like, oh, let me open a bottle of wine. I'm just gonna have a glass, right? And this was almost every day. You got into this mode where I was just like drinking and eating and Zooming. And we, at that point, we didn't know what was gonna happen, right? So at the end of the yeah, month, I just have to interject. if you're a competitive yeah. person, you never open a bottle of wine and have a glass. It's yeah. almost, it's an, it's a race. Let's face yeah. it. it. It's basically just, uh, you keep on telling yourself, oh, just a glass, right? You only say that to make yourself feel better in the act of opening the bottle, but you know, by the time eight or nine o'clock rolls around, you know, and then we go to vodka after the wine, but, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but end of March is rolling around and I was like, you know, I'm not going to curse because I don't know who's listening to this, but I'm like, forget this, uh, fill in the blank. And I, I basically decided that in Philadelphia, I was going to do the 6 a.m. Now, granted, 5 a.m. in a normal time is like, okay, that's early, but you have to get up for your kids and work and everything. So, but I was like, well, it's quarantine. Let me do 6 a.m. In hindsight, it's actually, 6 a.m. is like a perfect time. It's early enough. It's, it's usually a little earlier than most people get up, but it's late enough that you can still, let's say I have a late night where I'm working until midnight or out getting dinner or something like that. I can still get six hours-ish of sleep in. You know, 5 a.m. is is crazy. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so we started the six hours in Philadelphia and, and then each month it just started growing. And then um, I think D.C. or probably Boston, like Chris Thoman, a couple of the uh, coaching sales managers, they got in it, and then it started just expanding on the East Coast. And then Emily Bosser from Colorado was like, hey, I want to do this. I'm like, Emily, it's 4 a.m. for you. She's like, I don't care, I'll do it. <laughs> so this is probably August, she did it. And then, uh, I mean, that was really not healthy for her. So very quickly, we we're like, all right, we should launch this in Nationwide. And that's really where it's grown. And then this month, uh, for the month of February, we have 900 people signed up Nationwide including you two, which I'm so excited about. So, I mean, from you guys, like you guys have heard about it. Now you're in it. Like, what has your experience been in the just a couple of days of like observing it from the inside now? Well, you want to go, Chris? Go for it. I'm always a loud mouth. Go. No, you go. Fine. Um, so, you know, it was interesting. I think it was a, maybe a month and a half ago or so, Sky, that you invited me to come and, um, and, and be on as a guest. And you were like, we're going to ask you a few questions. I'm like, okay, you know, 30 minute invite. But I didn't know I was the 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, I was just like, oh my gosh, like I'm getting peppered with questions. I, 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 didn't, I had no clue. So I thought, well, that was interesting, you know, because it's not often that we go and kind of talk about ourselves for any period of time. Um, not probably my strong suit. If you ask me, I'll tell you, but if you don't, I won't type of thing. So um, I thought that was interesting. But what what was the most astounding thing to me about that was the amount of engagement that you had from the people in the chat, how they were welcoming each other, how they were building each other up. And really, it felt to me like it was just this foundation of building blocks of, of safety and security and camaraderie. And I was just like, wow, 
that was yeah. pretty powerful. So when this came up this month, um, you know, we were actually talking to one of our agents, Musa, who is um, yeah. actively involved and she's been doing this, her and, and um, I think it was Wendy Western, it was on our Compass Cafe. And we they were telling us how it's, it's basically it's changed their life, right? Yeah. That they feel so connected and they've learned so much that I was just like this, I gotta, I gotta do this, right? And I get up every morning pretty early anyway. Um, but it, it is interesting that when you don't have to get up, it's easy to get up. But when you have to get up, you're like, I, like this morning I got up and I'm like, I could have slept. Like yeah. I, I could have kept sleeping, you know? So, um, I think it's, it's amazing. I, the first day on Monday, uh, it, it po he posts a, a question of the day Sky does. So it was the video rise. If you haven't ever seen that video, you should, it is incredibly inspirational. So a 10 minute video, you watch that and then you answer the question of the day. And I think when I, one of the times I looked, there were 660 comments. Crazy, right? I just, I, it's, it's super cool. So I, I love it. I think it's, it's terrific. You're, you're making me uh, reread a, re a book. So we're reading the seven levels of communication, which I've read about five years ago. And I pulled it up on my iPad, my Kindle, cause I read it there and I highlight things. And what I'm noticing is that I'm highlighting different. I'm like, didn't I highlight this book? Cause I'm highlighting as I'm going. And then I find highlights later. And I'm like different things are important to me today than they were five years ago. So it's just really cool. Really cool. That's awesome. Becca, how about you? Uh, so for me, I was realizing that I was, I was in a rut. So for me during COVID, COVID's been challenging for me. I've had some health things during COVID and I've, I've, I've worked really hard on the, the health pieces, but it's also kept me very housebound which has been challenging for me. I'm a very social person and being connected to people is really, really important to me. But it's also made me more, I think more introverted than I normally am. Yeah. So what I found was that I was spending time doing things that I don't normally do, like watching too much TV. Like I'm, you know, just junk. We're in- Housewives. What? Housewives. Well, I knew that I was, right? And I recognized, shut up. <laughs> He's like, you see what so-and-so did? I don't, I don't even know who these people's names are. <laughs> I'm like, this is something we don't relate on. Yeah, and for someone, everyone that knows Becca, like, it's not something you would connect this super intelligent, driven, you know, person that's like diving into housewives. So I love it. Like brainless, crap, watching, you know, yeah. just, just disconnect fully. Yeah. I stopped drinking back in June. So the alcohol stuff and everything has not yeah. been a factor for me, but... Um, I was realizing like I wasn't feeding myself good stuff mentally. So I wasn't reading as much as I have in the past. And I wasn't like putting good mental food in, in my brain. So I made a decision in January that I was going to start getting up and doing my normal morning routine again that I had done for years and years, which is journaling, gratitudes, reading, you know, all of that stuff. And then you had invited me, I think in December, I think it was to the 6AMers. And again, like Chris didn't know I was the main event. So that was really, and I didn't know what the whole thing was. Yeah. So that was really eye opening to me. And again, from a social perspective, it was like, whoa, this is a whole community that's happening at 6AM where I'm sitting in my chair already doing this, but I could be part of a community. And it's accountability because some days I don't really want to get up 
And I'm like letting myself sleep in a little bit later. Whereas if I'm just committed to making this happen in the month of February and I'm like, okay, I'm just doing it in February. I'll just do February. Yep. That's it. To see what February, you know, because I know how to do this. I used to get up at 5 a.m. every morning, like yeah. very similar to you, Sky. I had a routine, get yeah. up, coffee, candle, fireplace, you know, journal, blah, you know, the, the whole thing, exercise, blah, and then the whole thing. And then it just slowly slipped away. And then with COVID, really found myself very much looking inward and finding myself turning inward a lot on a lot of things. Yeah. And I need more of a community, quite frankly, than I have had. Yeah. A good way to add that back in, in a very, in a very easy way. One of the challenges though, I'll be quite transparent as a sales manager, there's a commitment when you, when you, when you commit to something like this, that's an added level of pressure. Yeah. But that's okay. Right. That's something that I signed on for. Yeah. That's something that like in January when I was doing it by myself, that was by myself, February signing up for it. It's like, okay, I sent that list out to all my, my agents. And by doing that, that also means that I'm there for my agent. Yeah. Right? It also means you get to connect with your agents in a human way, as opposed to obviously uh, in, in our normal work life, we're, we're trying to teach people how to sell real estate, how to use tools, how to be motivated, whatever it might be. And in the, the 6 a.m. or the, at 6 a.m., you get to connect with people on a very human level, which we at 10 o'clock in a sales meeting, you know, we're up there doing our show. You can't really do that. And the other thing that's been really helpful for me, and you guys will experience this when you see one of your agents post something that you wouldn't know about them, especially in COVID, without them being vulnerable in that group. And I think in, in many ways, it's helped me make such great connections with my agents, but also you guys will hopefully see this. I think other agents are connecting with people across the country. And to going back to our concept of great people, we're realizing we have such great people at this company nationwide. And we're all going through struggles that are so similar. Like you could go through the, the comments, the 600 comments, and they probably would fall into certain buckets, probably four to five buckets, right? People are either working on business or they're struggling in their family or they're trying to be healthy or they're working on organization, right? You could almost divide it. And then all of a sudden you feel, I think COVID make to your point, Beck, it makes you feel very lonely, right? You're sitting in these four walls and maybe you have a partner, but you know, it's one of those things that it's a very lonely time frame for a lot of us. And then all of a sudden you go on this group and you're like, oh my God. Becca's going through the same thing I'm going through. Oh my God, Musa's feeling that too. You know what? I'm not alone anymore. And I think that's been this like really powerful element that's really come about as a result of it. So, um, and I think too, that we have one rule and that's to have fun. And I know it might sound weird out 6 a.m. have fun, but it's honestly, it's not this group of like, we're not keeping track of who's posting and who's waking up and who's this and who's that. They're driven people. You don't need to because Becca knows I'm waking up. So she's not going to let me down because, and I don't need to necessarily keep track of Becca because of the fact I know she's going to get up because she committed to this same thing with Chris and same thing with a lot of people in the group. So it's just been a really special thing. And it's been a special thing to be able to connect with people that I love and care about as well in this, in this world, you know? Well, I think 
I mean, it's fun because you're you're there, Sky, right? Like you just bring an element of energy and you have Emily who helps from, is involved and they do a one minute, like a spiritual reset every morning, which is, you know, it feels weird at first, but then you're like, that actually felt really good. So I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's, it's awesome. I mean, I think that it's such a great thing for our agents. And when, you know, when I look at the people holistically at Compass, I think the one thing if I said, what did Compass do the best? is that they they look for people that are high level produce like high level achievers at what they do and what makes a great real estate agent is a master's degree in relationships right so you go get top agents they know they could sell um, real estate anywhere anytime because they're that good at relationships the superpowers the tools and technology if they choose to use it right So that's an add-on to those people. So when we have master relationship people, that's why it's so hard for every agent that comes to leave their past firm. It's the it's painful, physically painful to them. That's because they're master relationship builders, right? And, and so they care. I love that they about guys. Yeah, they care as well. I think that's a, the common thread that runs through all of us in this company is we care. Yeah. We're not bringing people in. Like there are great producers in all of our regions, but they don't care. Yeah. Right. They care about people, care about the community, care about, they just care about making money. Our agents make money, but they, the, the common thread is they care. And that's what's so special too. And I think we're seeing it come out in this group, but also just in our relationships across the country as well. So it's great. It's been fun. Chris and I actually posted within two minutes of each other this morning. <laughs> that's great. Well, it gets hard. The one thing, that you'll, you guys will, there's some mornings where you could literally lay in bed and read everyone's comments because they're so amazing and it's so great, but you got, you do have to uh, cut it off at times. That's one thing I've done a good job. I'll, I'll go in, I'll post for like 10 or 15 minutes to just get interaction and then I'll, I'll back out because you want to read everyone's and it's just impossible as it gets big, so. Yeah, well, you've done a phenomenal job. It's really, it's really fun to, pop in, be a part of it. Um, and you know, we'll see how the community, our piece can help, uh, contribute to what you've already started and, uh, well, and I'm excited too, because I think it's a great, you know, it's something I'm already doing, so it's not hard. It's an add on benefit, hopefully to other people, like all the other sales managers out there. It just allows you to connect with yourself too. Like you were all, we're all, like realtors, right? We're not nine. To, I don't work nine to five. Right. You know, you guys definitely don't work nine to five. And as that entrepreneurial mindset, sometimes it gets hard to to focus on yourself because all day, every day, from seven o'clock to seven o'clock or more, we're giving to other people all day. Six a.m. is my time. That's when I get to work out. I get to read. I get to do the things that I know make me feel good but I just don't do it during the day because I'm giving to other people. So it's really good for us as well as leaders. So. Chris, do you want to do the, the honors? Sure. I have one quick question before we go into rapid fire. Um, tell us something about Philadelphia that only a local knows. Mm. Um, the best cheesesteak places you won't find on on the corner of South Philly, the ones that where their lines are out the door, okay. will not find those are not the best cheesesteaks. Those are the best tourist traps. So, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Okay, where are the best cheesesteaks? 
Um, my favorite place is John's Roast Pork. It's a little hut right next to the train tracks in really far South Philly. And they close, they have no hours because they open when they get the bread and they close when they run out of bread. And, <laughs> so, we'll and the people that- We're going there. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we're, we're gonna do a little tour. Don't worry. Love it. Okay, so we always end each one of our podcasts just with a little rapid fire on a few questions. I think I know your answers, but I'm gonna let you answer because I'm polite host. Um, <laughs> wine or liquor? <laughs> Sorry. Let's say it again. Wine or liquor? Uh, okay, I'm gonna go wine. I know my thirty. I, I love I love all booze. First off, so it's uh, but I'm gonna go wine. Wine. Okay. Sweet or savory? Savory every day of the week. Okay. Favorite indulgence. Hmm. Favorite indulgence. Um. I probably would go binge watching it a Netflix show until like two or three a.m. Like just. Oh, you know, you get into that mode where you're like, oh, I should go to bed. Nope, I'm just going to watch one more episode. They make it so easy. So. The next episode starts in four seconds. So if you're not Johnny on the spot, you, you're into it. I mean, uh, yeah, and usually you're about a bottle or more deep. So, you know, you're... <laughs> fun at the time. Okay, yeah. last one is if money was no object, what would you do? Hmm. Teach. I love um, in, in the sense of... I would teach uh, that it's my passion and, um, you know, I'm, and in many ways I'm teaching now, but I, I would develop something that probably targeting like uh, that, that the youth who are 18 to 21, like that's such a, a challenging time of life, especially I think for this generation. Um, if I didn't need to make money, I would create programs that are specifically targeted and designed at that group of people you, around something motivational, um, you know, uh, teaching them how to live life, not how to study a book. I love it. Well, you're amazing. Um, we uh, think the world of you and if it's any consolation, I learn from you every day. So I believe you're a great teacher. Um, and I, I just so appreciate you spending your time with us. And I bet Becca has a few words to say too. Yeah. I mean, thank you so much, Sky. You are such a great teammate. Um, you know, we're, in gratitude, just having you around. I, I am, I could not imagine Compass without you. You know, <laughs> came in and made such a splash. And I, mean, I think Chris and I, you know, felt that way when we met you. We were like, you've got to be here. And you came into the company and it pretty immediately, you know, you were one of those people that just, um, you're a, you're a marquee, uh, you're a marquee um, player. You know, you are just such a special human being and I'm so grateful to know you and so grateful to be in business with you. And so thank you for joining us today. <laughs> thank you guys. I mean, I, you know what I say about you, like the reason I'm at Compass is because of the two of you. So I, I can't tell you, I, I, you guys inspire me. And anytime I think of like how I want to be a leader, I think of you two. And um, I just, you know, I, I love our friendship. I love our connection. And I cannot wait to see you in person soon. Same, soon. same. It's going to be so good. And uh, thank you so much for having me on. And thank you for committing to Six Amherst for this month. And uh, yeah, anything I can ever do for you guys, uh, I'm always here. So.
Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much. Bye, yeah. guys. Bye. <laughs> we're waiting for you to click out so we can. I wasn't talk. sure if I was supposed to click out or we're, we're going to stay. So we can talk about you. Okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> I just want to talk to you more. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He, that guy's just the real deal, right? It's so cool. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so good. So good. We went over on this one. I mean, this was a this was a bit long, so hopefully people enjoy it and stuck with us. And he he gave some amazing nuggets and so cool. Just yeah, great guy, great nuggets of information. He's special. If you haven't had a chance yet to check out the six AMers, uh, check it out. Uh, if you haven't watched one of Sky's uh, classes or taken one of his uh, trainings. Um, check him out. He is in the Philly market. Um, he's accessible. His email address is sky, S-K-Y-E, at compass.com. Um, he's a really special human being, so um, really happy we had him on today. Me too. Uh, thanks, Beck. That was a great session, um, and we'll same time next week. All right. Same bat time, same bat channel. All right. See you, everybody. Thanks for joining. Bye.